Welcome to the Reaching In Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor David. The Reaching In Podcast is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Newport News, which focuses on your spiritual growth with an emphasis on sincere devotion, lifelong discipleship, and authentic discussion. Welcome to the Reaching In Podcast. This is Pastor David. It is so good to be back with you for yet another episode. I have some great news for you guys. As the Reaching In Podcast continues to grow and develop, we're near 100 subscribers, where I think we're sitting at 97. Praise be to God for that. We're thankful for each and every one individually, especially those of you who comment, who like, who share the podcast. We are so thankful uh, to you. And this time I'm actually solo. Um, uh, my wife, Anita, is not with me. And the podcast is kind of taking on a, it's going to take on a different look as we go forward. Um, as some of you may know, uh, but just for everybody's edification, Anita is a teacher. And so she's been trying to faithfully do her task uh, of Zoom teaching and everything else. And recently we received word that she'll be going right back into the classroom. And so we definitely covet your prayers about that for the safety of the staff, the faculty, and the teachers and students as they go back into school, praying that they will be safe and that there will be no uh, COVID pandemic stuff that happens there, no spreading of the virus, things of that nature. So uh, I wanted to um, take Anita off of the podcast so she can focus on that transition and uh, she'll return, you know, at, at different times in the year as her schedule allows and uh, perhaps even more so in the summertime. I love doing it with her, but, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that she was free and that she could use that extra time to uh, recover, relax and handle the the grind of being back in with the students again, um, lesson planning and doing all that other stuff. And for those of you who are in the educational field, my prayers are towards you. My heart is to you um, because I know it's difficult uh, trying to reach people, trying to uh, impart knowledge to people through a screen. And, you know, um, it just so happens I'm trying to encourage you in the faith through uh, the means of YouTube. And so, again, there are some difficulties and challenges um, that I wish, you know, we could do this in person. But thanks be to God for technology. So going forward, uh, I've noticed some things through the analytics of the Reaching In podcast as well. I, I try to check and see how the podcast is doing, how are the views, how are the comments, the likes, the shares. And also it gives me some great insight into how much of the podcast is being listened to as well. Um, we used to do episodes of 45, sometimes 50 minutes long, and the listen time was much, much lower than we thought. It was even less than 25% of the episode would be listened to. And so um, going forward, since Anita is not always going to be on with me, and in order to provide some more devotional content, um, I'm going to do some more devotional content, meaning it's going to be shorter, probably 15 minutes or less for the episodes. And I'm going to try to go through some scriptures with some more devotional content for you guys so that you can take this with you, go throughout your week, go throughout your day. And I'm hoping to actually release more of these since they're going to be short form, more than one episode per week and kind of keep it going like that. I definitely want to keep to the Tuesday uh, upload schedule, but who knows, I may drop a few more along the week because they're easier to produce than trying to produce the 
30 or plus minute ones. We also have slated some special guests that may be coming by. We're still working out the timing. So who knows who may appear on the podcast uh, as a guest. And of course, um, you know, Anita will be back here in and out. So we've got some great things to look forward to. So without any further delay, let's get into the word for today. We want to go to the book of James. James, as some of you may know, uh, is a half brother of Jesus. And during the life and ministry of Jesus Christ, James was one of those who did not believe in Jesus as the Messiah. But something happened uh, when he witnessed the crucifixion and the subsequent resurrection of Jesus Christ. It changed him forever. And he became not only a believer in Jesus Christ as Lord, as God in human flesh, but he also became a leader within the church as well. So as we, as we read these words, um, we want to keep that in mind that this is the author that is writing the human instrument that God is using. And we're going to be in James chapter one, chapter one. We want to go through verses two through eight, but because again, we're trying to keep it short, I'm going to just hit verses two and three, and we'll expound upon that. And then the next episode, we'll, we'll go to the next verses because you know how we do here at Calvary Chapel. Uh, we like to do verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. So the way we're going to go is verse by verse. So let's start off in verse two, James chapter one, verse two. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And it says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. You know, before I get into the, the nitty gritty of this, these two verses, you know, None of us, when we enter the Christian walk, welcome trials. Um, you know, we come to Jesus because of the good news. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, and so the bad news of us being a sinner is overcome by the good news that Jesus has provided a way for us to be cleansed of our sins, forgiven of our sins, washed in his blood, paid for in full and saved. And that's a great thing. But oftentimes as disciples, as followers of Jesus, we don't understand uh, that trials and testings come. They are not an if, but a when situation. And oftentimes believers will begin their walks with Christ with these expectations that their lives are going to be free of trials and free of, of situations. And, you know, my unsaved relatives, my unsaved co-workers and friends, like they should have all of the trials and tribulations, but not me because I gave my heart to Jesus. And here in this passage, we're going to learn that there's a there's profit in trials. There's something good that God wants to bring out that won't come from blessings, you know, that has to come through testings. And that is part of the walk that we're going to walk as believers in Jesus Christ. And at the Reaching In podcast, we want you to grow uh, above all else. We want you to grow in your love, in your obedience and in your commitment to Jesus Christ. So it starts off saying, my brethren, in verse two. So James is talking to those of the household of faith. And in the first verse, he actually greeted the 12 tribes. So he's talking to a Jewish audience, but he's also talking to those that would believe like he did, meaning a Jew that has embraced Jesus as Lord and Savior. And so he says, count it all joy or consider it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now that right there, it seems so counter to the world that we live in today. We all want easy sailing. We don't want to have, you know, turbulence in our lives. You know, lately 
in the years past, not just lately, but in years past, you've heard people saying, I don't want negative people in my life. I don't want toxic people in my life. And there are times and there are seasons where you have to, you know, remove yourself from those that are not walking in the same path that you are. But um, we're going to fall sometimes into these trials. And it's not because of anything we've done. It's going to be simply because God wants to test our faith, as we're going to see in verse three. But I want to stay in verse two for a second. It says, when you fall, this is not something that we should get angry at or frustrated at. We shouldn't question our faith or, or question God's uh, righteousness or his love for us when these trials come. Instead, we should, con we should consider it or count it all joy. And this is hard. Again, it goes counter to our human nature. When bad things happen, we want to know who should I blame or what did I do wrong so that I can correct it and I don't have to be in this situation anymore. We want to get out of it as fast as possible. But as believers, we know that nothing happens by chance. There's a purpose and reason for everything that happens. While it may be beyond our understanding, there is a reason for why this situation has come, for why that hurt came into your life. You know, God never wastes a hurt. We hear this in the church and it's true that when bad things happen, when traumatic things happen, God knew it was going to happen. And God, who sees all and knows all, he can turn that around and use it for good. We, we go to Romans 8.28 for that, you know, for we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And so his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher, but yet those trials are not to destroy you. So again, consider it joy. Don't just take it with grumbling and murmuring. Look to it and say, God, you're going to do something. Something awesome is going to come out of this trial, come out of this testing. Verse three says, you count it all joy when you fall, when it's unexpected, knowing with the knowledge that this is the testing of your faith, which is going to yield patience or long suffering or enduring strength the strength of endurance, the ability to endure suffering, the ability to endure uncomfortable situations, compromising situations. So how can we count it all joy? How can we fight against that human nature to immediately lash out when bad things happen, when the boss asks you to work an extra shift, when things happen that it's like, I didn't have that in my plan. You can count it all joy knowing that it is to test my faith. This isn't to destroy me. This isn't just to inconvenience me. This isn't God. God is not a, a maniacal mastermind in heaven that's just throwing obstacles in your way to trip you up. God takes no pleasure in doing those things, but rather he wants you your faith to be tested. But why? You'll see later in verse four why that's so important. But we do know that the testing of our faith in verse three is going to produce something. What seems destructive is actually constructive. It helps to build endurance. Some of you might be uh, those who like to go to the gym and you know this very well. You've probably heard the analogy. The only way for you to build muscle is to break muscle down. And then the body in response to the tearing of the muscles will restore and build them stronger and stronger. This is how bodybuilders, this is how anybody builds strength. If you want to build strength, you lift heavy weights, low repetitions. And while you may not feel it, every time you use heavy weights in weightlifting, you are actually tearing and causing trauma to the muscle. The body in response during your rest days when you're not working out 
is going to repair that muscle and say, well, you lifted 25 pounds last time and it was hard and you weren't able to get a lot of repetitions, but I'm going to build you back stronger. So the next time you take that 25 pound weight, it's going to be nothing to you. You'll actually over time be able to go to 30 and 35 and 40 pounds. And so God wants your faith to be, to grow in the same way. And just like a muscle, if it isn't tested, if it isn't tried, it won't produce that patience. You won't have that endurance, that ability to endure hardship as a good soldier in Jesus Christ. And God has called us all to do that. So what have we seen today in verses two and three of James chapter one? He says, my brethren, count it all joy, consider it joy. Don't always respond as the world does, constantly angry and frustrated all the time. Ask God, give me joy. Give me that knowledge that this is not here to destroy me, but it is to test and to produce something. It's not here to destroy, but to construct something in me. And it, it, ha it has to do with my faith, that my faith in you would grow. I would go from faith to faith. For all believers in Jesus Christ begin at a level of faith, but God wants your faith to grow. Many of us, we came to Jesus looking for fire insurance. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be judged on that day and then cast away into utter darkness. I want to be with Jesus. That's the reason why many start. But the faith that you had at the beginning, the fire insurance that you came to Jesus for shouldn't be the faith that you have two, three, four years afterwards. There should be added additional faith, faith in God's goodness, faith in God's character, faith in God's providence. Faith in God for your finances, faith in God for your spouse, faith in God for your for your physical health and everything else. God wants your faith and confidence in him to grow, but it won't grow unless it is tested. So if you're going through a test right now, maybe you're going through a test right now and you're wondering, God, how in the world, why did you bring this? Count it all joy. God brought this to bring about something constructive. Something good is going to come out of this situation. But how will you respond to it? Will you respond to it with the knowledge that the testing of my faith is going to produce patience? Or are you going to curse the trial and be angry at the trial and not realize what the trial is here for? Amen. And maybe you're coming out of a trial. Maybe there's someone you know that's entering into a trial. Maybe you could encourage them with James chapter one, verses two and three, that they can count it all joy when they fall, when they've fallen into a trial, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Now understand this, uh, that a testing of your faith is not the same as reaping the consequences of sin. That's a different thing. I wanna make that clear. Sometimes we fall into sin and we reap the consequences. That is not a trial. That's just the repercussions of sin. But when you fall into something, when something ensnares you that you didn't see coming and you weren't walking down that path and something happens in your life, something unexpected, take a moment to cry out to God and remember these verses and ask God to give you joy instead of anger, instead of frustration, and ask him to show you how this is going to test your faith and bring about that endurance that all of us as believers need. We need to be able to endure. Endurance is important. Um, without it, um, we can't make it in this world. But when we endure to the end, it's they that endure to the end that will be saved. And so may God bless you guys. I hope and pray this was an encouragement to you as you go about your day. And whenever you're listening to this, I hope it's a rhema word. I hope it comes right on time for you. So again, with that said, we're going to continue this devotional format. We're going to hit the next verses uh, in the next episode. And as always, keep pressing on and keep reaching in.
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you were engaged and encouraged. If you're hungry for more content, check out our ongoing Old and New Testament teachings available on our app or through our website, calvarynn.church, and follow us on social media. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in the Reaching In podcast belong solely to those individuals themselves and do not necessarily reflect the views of Calvary Chapel, Newport News.